Train up a child in the way that he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. Proverbs 22 and 6. Hey sis, I've been in your shoes. I've wondered how to step outside of my comfort zone and live the bold and fulfilled life that I wanted and now know that I too deserve. I know what it feels like to struggle as a single mom, to struggle with lack of money, to struggle with lack of resources, lack of self-esteem, and all the crazy shit life throws at you sometimes. I have felt powerless, unfulfilled, unattractive, unsupported and unwanted for years before I had my breakthrough. There's an answer for you too. You can live boldly, have the life that you desire, break generational curses, and overcome trauma from your past. Welcome to the Wellness Homegirl Podcast. This is the mega center for all things wellness, where I will give you all of the tools, tips, tricks, and hacks to help you master your limiting beliefs and take your life to the next level based on the seven pillars of wellness. Every week, I will bring you advice, inspiring conversations, the conversations no one wants to talk about, the things you weren't taught growing up, and expert insight from industry leaders on various topics. Sis, it is time to stop just living and making it through the day-to-day motions. It is time to be well. Javen had just had a tournament and I was just thinking about this. Have I done everything that I was supposed to do? Have I taught him everything that I was supposed to? And of course, no, there's definitely things that I wish I would have done better. There are lessons I wish I would have taught him. I wish I didn't have to work so much as a single parent so I could have instilled other things in him. But here we are. I have laid the foundation and I can still talk to him. I mean, he's 18, but I can still have conversations with him. But his car broke down and all these things are going on. He's going through this transition phase from high school to college. And now we're at a point where he has to learn how to be a little bit more independent. And I wish I would have, he's pretty independent, but I wish I would have given him the opportunity to be more independent and to have other conversations with him about relationships and marriage, which I will continue to do. But it just got me thinking like, we 
need really need this. We need to instill these values back in our kids. And I was just thinking about this on the way home because it's like a five and a half hour drive. So that's just the background for this. And I was just getting real passionate about it. So I sound angry. I'm not angry, y'all. I was just getting real passionate about it because if you know Javen, you know that is my heart. That's my ace boon coon. That's my bro. Like that is my everything. So I was getting real passionate about this because being a parent is one of the most rewarding and the most challenging things that God gives you to do. So that's a little background on this. This is my little car chronicles because I often get these thoughts and get these episode ideas in the car. So I'm just going to start recording and just give it to y'all real and raw from the car. So this is what this is, and I hope you're able to take something from it. We have a problem talking to our kids. We have a problem with talking to our kids, just being real, being honest, because we want to give them this best life. We just give, give, give them everything, and we don't expect anything from them. And then they get in the real world, and they don't know how to function. They don't know how to work hard for things because we haven't made them work hard. They don't know how to talk to people because we order their food for them all the time. They don't know how to have relationships outside of a phone and have face-to-face -face conversations because we haven't taught them that. They don't know how to dress for interviews because we have not taught them that. They don't know how to answer interview questions properly because we have not taught them that. We are our kids' best teachers. We are their first teachers, and it is our job to teach them about the real world. You need to have race conversations with our kids. We need to have job interview conversations with our kids. We need to have sex conversations with our kids. I know for me growing up, and one of the reasons that I started this podcast is because, yes, we were in church, but as far as sex went, it was like the conversation, it was like, you don't have sex until you get married. Boom. That's that. That was the conversation. Like that was that was it. And of course, we knew that. But why? But why? And that still don't mean that we wouldn't have done it. Like, I know somebody's going to be like, well, you still might have done it. I knew why. I still didn't. Yes. But we still needed to know that. Like we needed to know about soul ties and we needed to know about how those soul ties can affect your mindset, Your can affect your depression, can affect anxiety, can affect how you move in life, affect the decisions you make. Like those are things that we should have known that we needed to know. So we need to talk to our kids about those types of things. And I wanted to create this podcast because sometimes it's hard. How do you, how do you talk to your kids about that? How do you create boundaries in relationships? How do you create a positive mindset? How do you choose a partner? How do you truly date? How do you do all these things? Now we're in our 30s, we've had kids. I know, um, I used to think that having my son at 15 was a curse, like, like I was doomed. I could never have anything. I would never be anything because, because I was a teenage mom. Like, but now I know that God uses people and you don't even know it at the time. God uses people for other people. And God will use you to help other people. So now I know that my friends that have young kids and people that I meet with young kids. And it's crazy. People ask me, Whit, how did you potty train Javen? Whitney, how did you do this? And how did you do that? Because me and Javen grew up together. Like, <laughs> I know I probably shouldn't. But I'd be like, bro, 
I call him bro because I feel like we did grow up together. So we had that type of bond. But I feel like I had my son at such a young age because there are so many mothers, especially single mothers with sons now who need to hear what I have gone through so they can get to now where we're at in college on honor roll, you know, those types of things, like being with a responsible kid. Now, listen, he is not perfect. He is not perfect. He is not perfect. I am not perfect. I have made mistakes. I've probably been in too many relationships. I have made horrible money decisions. I have bought cars that I shouldn't have. I've gone shopping when I didn't have money to go shop. I've ran up credit cards. I have done all of the things but now I know that God is using me to bless somebody else, to give to somebody else, to pour into other people who need to hear, you know, what I've been through. Because there's so many things that we are not taught and it is not our parents' fault and I'm not blaming them. But what I'm saying is they couldn't teach us any better because they didn't know any better. But now that we know better, we when you know better, you have to do better. So now we have to teach our children better. And we have to teach them, you know, the saying goes, like, I want you to do better than me. I want you to be better than me. And it, and that is true. And that is every parent's goal for their kid. Every good parent's goal for their kid, I want you to be better than me. But how can we expect them to be better than me when, we did, when we're not laying a better foundation? I can't build a better house than the old house I had without building a new foundation. So we have to start with a good foundation for our kids. And with that foundation, we have to break some generational curses and it's not gonna be easy. Nothing worth having comes easy. So you may have a generational curse where nobody in your family owns anything. Y'all renting cars, y'all renting houses, y'all renting, borrowing money. Nobody, nobody is an owner of anything. You may have the generational curse of sleeping around and having four, five, six baby daddies. And your mama had four, five, six, seven baby daddies. Your Now, all children are a blessing from God. But nobody, I don't care what y'all say, you putting people that like people like... <sighs> In our society, we have a problem with hearing the truth. Or we have, a, we have a problem with hearing the truth. We have a problem with hearing other people's opinions. We always think that somebody's trying to put somebody else down or something like that. And that is not even what this is. Honestly, I don't care how many baby daddies you have. But that is not the goal. I know that was not your goal, if that is you. So what I'm saying is we have to break these generational cycles where our kids think that these things that we did are okay because we never told them, I'm sorry for showing you this, but this is actually the way it should be done. Yes, I, me and your father were not married, but I can prove to you because I have seen it with my own eyes, with my mom and my stepdad, with my sister Kula and my brother Chris, I have seen that relationships, when you are in a committed relationship, a committed marriage, you are able to raise children better together. So the goal, even though I was never married and had all these kids not married, the goal, baby, is to be married so that you can have this relationship 
that is blessed by God that, you know, like it's to teach them better. Like, and you may not believe in God. You may believe in the universe, whatever, whatever you believe in. I believe in God. So you're going to hear about God on this podcast. I'm just saying. But the goal is to teach them how to do better. It is easier to raise a kid with two people. Like it's easier to do with two people. You know, that saying, you know, two, two brains are better than one or whatever, how it goes. I don't know. It is true. And it is easier to raise a kid with two people because where I lack, you make up for I may be good at diapers you may be good at putting the baby to sleep and feeding you know like you work together it's a partnership now I know this and I'm not gonna say that you cannot successfully co-parent because you can I have seen it done it is definitely possible but I have seen it be an issue in more relationships than I have seen in committed marriages, is all I'm saying. Yep. So, we have to teach our kids to be better than us. Like, that is the goal. Be better than me. And we're going to have to get into some stuff. Listen. I was buying you shoes and clothes. Listen, and most of the stuff, y'all, I'm just going to be 100. Most of the stuff I say to y'all or tell y'all is because it's stuff that I, because stuff that I've done, mistakes that I've made. Like, I'm going to be 100% transparent because that is where, when you are honest with yourself and can be honest with other people, that's where you find breakthrough. That's where you find the better is on the other side. So listen, talk to your kids. Listen, there were times when I was buying you clothes and shoes and I did not have one dollar, okay? I was putting stuff on credit cards. You know, I was in that whole, I'll do anything for my kid. I don't want him to not be able to fit in and blah, blah, blah. Not knowing the damage I was doing to my credit, to my mental health, not knowing all of that, but just, you know, as a mother, you're you do anything for your kid but sometimes you got to step back be honest with your kids they will understand more than you think they will hey i'm not gonna be able to get you x y and z right now because i have to do x y and z i'm not gonna be able to make it to all of your games because i have to pick up some extra hours to pay for x y and z like we have to be honest with them talk to them so they don't grow up thinking that life is all butterflies and rainbows and that you know going to that little nine to five job or going to you know work in this business that you have being an entrepreneur that it was just 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 came easy no let them see the hard stuff let them see the difficulties you have to go through but let them see how you fight through it how you make it to the other side let them in on those things because no i understand you don't want them to be worried but you need to teach them that there will be struggles. But we can also get through struggles. And how to get through struggles. A lot of times we just say things like, oh, it'll be okay. God got us. We got to have faith. Faith of a mustard seed. Oh, you'll be all right. You are, you know, but we don't show them 
how to do it, how to take steps, like to keep moving forward, to take action. You get knocked down, you get back up. You have to keep moving forward. We we let society show them like Beyonce's and Jay-Z's and LeBron James. And they think that these people are overnight celebrities when these people really had to fight to get to where they are. They really had to put in work and they had to work harder than everybody else. They said that Kobe used to be the first one in the gym and the last one out because he knew he wanted to be great. He knew the legacy he wanted to build. But we're not teaching our kids how to build those type of legacies. We're just teaching them that you go to work, you come home, you pay bills, and that's it. We teach them, we show them the good things like you get to go on vacations and do all these things, but. They need to know how to build this life for themselves because the life they live with you is borrowed. And a lot of kids don't understand that. No, bro, these these J's you have, all this stuff you have, it's because I do. Because I work hard. But when you leave here, you need to know how to work hard. You need to learn how to stand on your own two feet. And this is why I feel like a lot of times, especially young males, turn to the streets and they turn to drug dealing and all this other stuff because they they don't know what to do they don't know how to live they don't know how to they don't know how to budget they don't know how to take care of kids or take care of a household they don't know how to cook they don't know how to do any of these other things but Society has shown them that money rules the world. So if I got money, I could really do anything because I could pay somebody to cook. I could just go out to eat every day. I can get all the clothes and shoes that I want. But we're not teaching them the, the mental things that goes behind money. The mental that goes behind taking care of home, making sure your house is clean, knowing how to clean up, why it's important. The, the mind is, <laughs> you change your mind, you can change your life. Shaping a mind is shaping a life. So that's where we really need to put our all into, is into our kids' minds. And don't let everybody and everything have access to them. I talked about this on a live not that long ago. Like, I wouldn't even let my son play for certain coaches if they were not good role models no you cannot coach and I'm not saying they perfect I know they have flaws some of them I know of their flaws but are you a good human being do you take care of your children are you nice to your wife those are the things that I looked for in basketball coaches Okay, you might be able to coach a kid to, you know, knock down a three from anywhere on the court. But are you a good person, though? I don't want you touching my kid if you're not a good person. We don't think about these types of things. We think about winning and scholarships and my kid has to be the best. And that'll be another episode because I've been through the ringer with sports. But we have to be careful who we let in our kids' lives and who we let shape their minds. And that that is... That includes us. We have to shape our minds first. Like your mindset, if you do not work on yourself personally, every day you need to start today. Listening to podcasts, reading books, 
talking to people who have been there before, getting you a role model, like you need that. We all need that. So that is what I have for you for today's episode. I love y'all, love y'all, love y'all. And have a great one. As always, y'all, I would love to hear from you. If you want to hear about a certain topic, if you want to hear from certain experts in certain areas, shoot me a DM or a text. You can feel free to text me at 817-937-8322 or shoot me an email overallwellness123 at gmail.com or shoot me a DM. Y'all can get in my DMs. It's okay. And my Instagram handle is the underscore wellness underscore homegirl. And you will see me on there with Nicole. So shoot me a DM, shoot me an email, or shoot me a text. I would love to hear from you. What have I said or information I've given that's like really clicked with you? That's really like, yes, I needed that, sis. Or what information do you want to hear? Like I said, I love to hear from you. This is all for all of us to make us all better and get the lives that we want. So reach out to me. Well, that concludes this episode of the Wellness Homegirl Podcast with Whitney Nicole. Make sure you share the podcast to your stories and tag Whitney in the story as well. You never know, you may just win something for your support. Thanks for listening and see you next time on the Wellness Homegirl.